High school, a time in most people's lives where friendships are developed, memories are made, and the journey from child to adult takes its first steps. Oftentimes, those first steps include your first time behind the wheel of a vehicle, or maybe your first job. For some people, it's your first kiss. But in the small town of Star City, West Virginia, these first steps were cut short for a trio of teenagers. And it all begins with the disappearance of 16-year-old Skylar Niece. Hello, everybody, and welcome to True Crime Banter, the podcast aimed to bring in you your dose of murder relaxation. So just sit back and enjoy. another episode of the true crime banter podcast hello you guys may notice that we've got some special guests in the building Mm -hmm. uh what's your name i'm og oh og christian yeah 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 Yeah, let's go around this little very small circle yeah go ahead guys who are you i'm joey oh hey joey (laughs) nice to meet you i'm so excited (laughs) kylie <laughs> welcome, welcome to the podcast. If you guys are watching on the YouTube channel, yeah. uh, these are the family members. Yeah, Joey is Joey Toast. We've shouted her out before. Joey Toast. We've shouted her out so They've many. They've been times. waiting. Times. The fans. And as far as Kylan goes, we've shit talked him a long time. I shouted just, out my yeah. sister, who he thought was him. So, oh yeah, that that's right. Might that was count. a long time ago. Kylan. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Kylan. <laughs> so yeah, welcome, welcome, you guys. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Um, for the bit of banter for today, mm-hmm. we're passing it off. We're passing the torch to Joey to Toast herself, and she, I'm telling you, you guys, so she excited. has been so adamant <laughs> so about when excited. she's going to well, be on the podcast. Well, yeah, but also I fucked up my bit of banter, <laughs> so we had to restart. Yeah, well, but we're, okay. we're okay. Really quick, I, though, do you want to tell people what it was going to be? Originally? I want to tell what it is because. I feel as if I've made it up. Okay, um, go ahead. So basically, I was watching this thing. I think it was like two years ago. I'm convinced that I told you. Yeah. But now I'm like unsure yeah. if I just made all of this up and it's Sometimes all a Sometimes that's dream. how it be, yeah. So I basically watched this thing. It's basically the idea of like things that cannot be explained by science. Yeah. And so like there was that staircase thing I talked about where people like walk to the top of these staircases that exist in nature yeah. just randomly and no one knows where they're there. Yeah, then totally. people go crazy. Uh-huh. Shut up. <laughs> but also there was this thing about a painting in like the 80s in France. I'm only telling this because I, I know somebody will know. Yeah. Okay. There's this right. painting that was like delivered to an art museum during an exhibit and nobody knows who dropped it off basically. And like they were like, don't unveil it until like. It's time, and they could never find who dropped this off. But the painting, all the people that like saw the painting, or like a good majority, I don't remember the exact details, but like enough people that they removed, like they took the painting away, either like went insane or like went insane and then died within like a week of yeah. seeing this painting. And then somewhere, the, the middle is what I don't really exactly remember, like how it got into like government proper like, like became government property to know about this. yeah and then like so they sent people in and like every person they've sent in to like look at this painting in real life has like died it's fucking nice. weird and so i brought it up because it's so parallel welcome to crime banter to <laughs> pretty much my sister always talking yeah. about ghosts and riley yeah saying that we shouldn't talk about ghosts and aliens because yeah. he's a hater well well he hasn't well, experienced it yet i'm agnostic when <laughs> it's it a new word <laughs> but yeah. As we've covered, that's not your bit of banter. It's not yeah. my bit of banter. What do we have? For so bit of we're gonna play like that game that they play on like okay. Jimmy Fallon I'm and so stuff. Right now. We're I'm like so basically, I don't know if it's like the newlywed game or what it is, but basically, I'm gonna ask Christian mm-hmm. five questions like to her, and Riley's gonna try to guess what sh- her answer is to it. Uh, and like okay. you guys kind All of right. have to like work. I mean, so you're winning points. She's winning here. points. Yeah. So. Riley is going to write down, so I'll ask a question, like, for example, like, what is Christian's name? Christian's going to write down right. Christian, and you're going to guess what Christian wrote down. Okay. Right. And so I have you five questions right. for each of you, and then a bonus question so, for Christian. So, really quick, so yeah. are you going to ask me these in a row? 
Um, so are we doing these one at a time? I think we should do them in a row. Okay. Because I think it'll get confusing. Okay. All and right. we're going to see, like, who, I guess, knows so the other person better. Right. Yeah. So right. I'm starting it off easy. Okay. We're going to okay. go with Christian. Okay. Starting so, it off so I easy. have to guess what she's going to Yeah, so be you're answer. both going to write it down. Right. And then you have however so much time. Right and then you're going to flip them at the same time, and we're going to see if the answer is the same. Okay. okay. So the YouTube fam will be, be happy Before we get into this, if you guys aren't in for the banter... Feel free, skip ahead. This is probably going to be a bit longer yeah. than typical. It's like 15, So if you guys want to get to know us, feel free to continue watching. If you don't like us and just want and also, the, who the crime, cares? Just, fuck off. Yeah. And then, uh, and here we go. <laughs> okay, question okay. number one. What is Christian's favorite snack? <laughs> Ooh, this is, okay. <laughs> oh. And I guess just like hold them to yourself when you you're finished. Are we this. ready? Don't look, oh, yeah, Riley. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm ready. Okay. okay. Ready yeah. and flip. Christian wrote <laughs> oh, goldfish yes. and Whoa. Dots pretzels. And I wrote. And he wrote goldfish and Dots pretzels. Like too good slash. They I'm both put a it. slash. That is so. Okay. So <laughs> one point for Riley. Why? Because he buys them. He buys this combo (laughs) for me all the time. Okay. How do I I wipe this clean? I don't know. I'm just doing two. I'm just doing. Oh, okay. Okay, just write it again. We'll figure it out. Um, Okay. Question number two. Okay. Uh, Who is Christian's celebrity crush? Oh God! Uh, <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> the panic in the room is real. <laughs> I'm not good with celebrity names, so all right, ready. Okay. Ready? Three, yep. two, one. Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> so good. I loved you, Jeff Goldblum. Two for two. Those yeah. commercials. Thank what you. is it like? Verity or something? No, it's like, like Apartments.com or something. Apartments.com. Yeah. Dude, I get it. Mm-hmm. Riley's on a streak. He's two for two. If he died, it would be like Stanley Tucci. Yeah. God, yeah. I also love him. Yep. Okay. Um, wow, question number three. It. Okay. Um, what was Christian's biggest childhood fear? Like, what were you most afraid of as a kid? All right, I'm gonna answer what I think. <laughs> okay. Um, even I don't know. Wait, do you know? I I had a guess. Uh, I think it was I'm more. It's write not what like I a. Think your guess it's might not be. like a, a. Like I think it's. I think I'm thinking more vague. Like generally, okay. like what was something Christian thought about that she was like. That's scary. Okay. Oh. Okay. Okay. Because that's what you sound. Like. Okay. <laughs> okay. Ready? Okay. Yeah. Three, I, two, right, one. Go. Where oh God. It? Joey <laughs> dying. Being oh, ugly. Jesus. Christian. Christian wrote being ugly. <laughs> wow. Wow. Superficial. And then Riley won't wrote Joey dying. You said. I was thinking you were gonna say something like ghosts or aliens because your dad was like taking you alien I was hunting. You were scared of them. No, but I you also watched them. so many scary and like really like not what is it NSFW for but like for kids. Wait, what? Not okay. safe for children. <laughs> not NSFC. NSFW. Well, not safe for work. Not safe. The for whole children. like. Yeah, but for children. Okay. So not safe you for children. You said younger? And, yeah, NSFC. NSFC. <laughs> the UFC is older. I was very shallow when I was little. Wow. I was right. never scared of ghosts and stuff. You, I invited you afraid, them into my life. Were you afraid the, of being ugly because you were ugly? Yes. <laughs> were we, oh, do, you remember you put, phase, do we remember the phase where Christian wore glasses? Yes. <laughs> she, she had glasses for like a year and Thank then you, you. grew them. I wonder if so, you should have put staying ugly then. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, next question. Next, next question. question. Okay. Here we go. Okay, go ahead. How would Christian finish this sentence? <laughs> All right, then. Girl, we've got dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Girl, we've got, Girl, we've got dot, dot, dot. <laughs> oh, girl, this is, you yeah. already know. Okay. You have to know. No, I no. You might know. Oh, okay. oh my God! I don't. Okay, ready? I, I was like trying to say it for success here. I, I, know. I know. Ready? I, Three, girl, two, one. I put, I put problems. Girl, we've got work to do. Work to do. Pass me the painting glue. glue. <laughs> Perfect Is this- isn't easy, <laughs> but. What are we quoting? This was rigged right now? from the beginning. What this are we quoting rigged. right now? He had no chance. This no, entire I really time. Would do that all the time. I was trying to set him up. Not enough. I was trying to make it like hard enough that he had to think about it, and it wasn't just like 
how did we meet? And Riley yeah. was like, when I stalked her at the gym. He has like four slots and they're all filled with like, what are her <laughs> snacks? What are her fears? What are her needs? <laughs> What's her hierarchy of needs? <laughs> Pretzels. <laughs> Goldfish. Moisturizer. <laughs> yes. Water. Aquaphor. Tito. <laughs> yeah. And Tito's. True. True. Tito. Okay. Is that right. the fifth Question one? number five. No. Here Question we go. number five. Fin- finally. I'm, I got two points so far. Does so, Riley get five questions too? Yes. Yeah. Okay, okay. I'm uh, okay. And you have a bonus question. Okay, I'm so excited. And there's only one right answer to this okay. question. Okay. Okay, but number five. Okay. Who is Christian's favorite fictional character? Hmm. Favorite fictional character. I feel like this is yours, though. <laughs> no, I'm just asking but a that question. What I'm thinking, I don't even necessarily know the answer. <laughs> okay. All I'm right. just saying, like. Okay. Like something like. Uh, it doesn't have to be like Disney or like anything. Just like, what is her favorite all time? Like, she always enjoys that. I don't know. Like, mine would be. All right, you know. What? I don't even know what mine is. <laughs> Kyle, I like yours? it though. I like this idea. All right, who's your ten hormone seconds fiction the hormone monster? <laughs> I forgot like, you're here. So. Uh, okay, I'm just gonna do. Oh, 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 Kyle, I just you... lost it. I just lost it. You never had it. There's no fucking way. Even I didn't have it. Okay, go ahead. I'm just putting Meg Griffin. (laughs) Meg Griffin. Eye to eye guy. (laughs) <laughs> oh my this god this is just an us bonding okay, podcast this is the greatest like i didn't mean to set sing you up it. for failure sing it. No, sing it you have to sing what, it what is the i just lost it yeah anybody who's in this age group of the goofy movies gonna know yeah that song's a banger goofy movie it's the superstar yeah pop star. it's yeah. the guy and then he sings and then okay. they do the dance this you know this is amazing do you guys just want to leave? Do you guys just want to leave? Yeah, Sarma, I'm interrupting. I'm sometimes. telling you, I made for the small screen. Okay. <laughs> the mini screen. I made for the iPhone. Okay. Um, I'm gonna so say what about, did we get for points? I got two. Um, Riley got two, two out of five. Okay. Um, I'm going to read the bonus one because it's one, about Christian, two, and then I'll let Kylan do right. Riley's question. I got a okay. chance. Let's do it. Okay. Bonus question. Okay. And I need you to be brutally honest. Okay. I need you to answer this question. Okay. okay. Like, there's... Okay. Let's do it. All right. Who is Christian's favorite sibling? Oh, oh that's a careful with this answer. <laughs> I know who our mom's favorite child now is. Now Kylan speaks up. <laughs> All right, wait, wait. Okay, right, three, ready. two, one. But Kaylin L. No, Kaylin L. She's gonna do our side. wedding. <laughs> Joseph Sass left side. I was okay. trying to think. No one's gonna get this, Christian. I was trying to think of a question of how I could incorporate a question about mom in a cat suit. Oh. And I. What is mom our mom's here? That's why she's looking over there. Yeah, I remember um, it was Taco Night when we, we were. It was Taco Night, and we were sitting at the table, and I don't really remember the Me context, either. but we like. I don't know. Whenever you're joking, and you kind of build the story, and then this happens, and then this happens, and this thing, and then Christian said, and then mom walks out in a cat suit, and then like <laughs> it was like something about was, mom. No, it was mama going to school or something. Like she was going to like a fundraiser or something. Yeah. Okay. And it was something about like the cat, but cat woman suit, like yeah. the leather Mom had like a cat suit. suit on and then she was at like, our high school, and we cried, and we were I laughing. I remember laughing. standing over you, There's and you were crying. There's pictures of me spitting out taco meat. Yeah, because Joey took pictures of oh me. Oh my god, while you, I was eating oh tacos. Oh my god, I remember that. And you were wearing like <laughs> yeah. it was like a spirit day or something too. So you were like really a spirit. Sh- whatever. Really we need to move on. We're just gonna keep okay. going. Yeah. All right, good. so I've got two points. Yeah, I probably would have said Joey. I would have said Joey, but. Wait, how did you erase yours? I'm just rubbing it real hard. <laughs> real hard. You just put your finger in some liquid. And, and so here we go. And now it's my turn. Does anyone want to get some toilet paper really quick? Hey, no, I got this. Don't, don't you worry about it. No, but we had to it. wipe off the board. <laughs> we have to start over. I'm going to fail you, so bad. No, I think I like... I don't think I'm going to know anything Riley's about Riley. Riley's are a little bit vaguer. I just met him, because, so I like, don't think I'm going to remember anything <laughs> about him. Just Perfect. met him. Thanks, I John. I just met him. That, that's Our beautiful <laughs> Vanna White over here. Thank you. There we do. There okay. we do. There we do. Okay, okay go right. ahead. Question okay. right. number one. I'm so excited. Wait. All right. Don't be nervous because <laughs> this could just make or break your relationship. <laughs> it's but, fine. Yeah, it's cool. will break. I still got the ring. That's all I care about. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. If Riley won the lottery, what would be the first material thing he would buy? Ooh. 
good question. Like new thing I would buy? I guess I wrote it in the sense of like, not like investing first? in stocks or paying well, off a debt. I was going to buy FTX like, or whatever. Shut <laughs> up. Notice like something like okay, something dumb, like material. a sports yeah. car. Okay. Like, All right. Um, I'm ready okay. when you're ready. All right. Yep. Three, two, ready? one. House. house. <laughs> yeah. Tech shit. That's that's too big of a spectrum, Christian. Well, that could be literally anything. Shit with wires. I don't that's know true. what he likes. Yeah. I don't know. All right, okay. you're one for one. Cool. Yes. Yeah. I guess. Okay. You, can, you go can't ahead. see my board from here, can you? No. I don't know. I just about know that. you that well. No cheating. Right. Okay, go ahead. All right. What is Riley's biggest guilty pleasure? I repeat, what is Riley's biggest guilty <laughs> pleasure? The biggest. Oh, you should. One. You should. I think I think you should be able to guess this. Remember, this is a show for children. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay, Wait a minute. Oh, <laughs> 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 okay, ready? Right. Ready and go. Reveal. What did you say? put? Wait, what? You wrote that? Oh what, my no, god, what you, yes! What did you put? You wrote it so no, small, No, 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 though. what did you put? Uh, you gotta you put he wrote, I will, will risk it for the camera. Christian wrote, Christian wrote, because this is the worst thing we could have oh used. My. We weren't prepared for this, so you can't even read the fucking board. <laughs> Christian wrote, spicy snacks. <laughs> That's a guilty pleasure? Yeah. I am yeah. firmly proud of it. No, you're not. <laughs> You know you Riley's Riley's snacks? Yeah. Riley's I guilty love, pleasure is actually, put, and no one's fucking I shocked. Taylor Swift slash pop music. Taylor Swift. <laughs> the Swift. I didn't think we were gonna tell people about. That. <laughs> if well, no one knew, if no one knew, Riley is in fact a Swifty. Okay. Swifties out there, we have a Swifty. Okay, um, let's keep going. You got the ring. I can <laughs> say whatever I want. Question number three. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. What is Riley's favorite movie? First off, do we want to clarify? Clarify it, if it's a franchise or not. Ch- child's oh. movie or like I think just like whatever movie. the answer it's, is, like just the first thing that you're like, this is my favorite. That always comes to mind because I'm not a. Christian no, but now was, see, you know, you're like, just yeah. answer no, it how yep. you hear it because you're giving her a hint now. Okay. Yep. Okay. And she's a cheater. All right. <laughs> It's kind of general if I'm ready. Okay. All right. Two, three, go. What is it? Scream franchise. Oh, that's Aladdin. Good. That's so good. See, okay. See. LA is one of I, I feel at least, even if you I lose, forget. I feel at least as if we've left knowing yeah. that you know yes. each other. Yeah, yeah, See, yeah. I love the Scream movie. That's where yeah. I was kind of, favorite movie is like instant Aladdin. My cat's name is a boo. <laughs> yeah. Like, but like being an adult. With rap. Yes, probably. Street being an adult. <laughs> I don't buy that. <laughs> Stop. Okay, we have to cut this off. <laughs> okay, all right. no, okay, um, okay. Um, but yes, I would say the Scream franchise is probably like oh I could watch Scream <laughs> okay. and Scream Two. Okay. Over and so over. So here we again. go. <laughs> <laughs> Kristen's like, I'm getting a divorce. So this is going to end the relationship. <laughs> okay, okay. I warned you guys. Okay. Okay. All right. What okay. is Riley's biggest pet peeve? <laughs> I know, you have to pick one. Yeah, um, 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 actually, what would it be? Okay. Really? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, uh, hold on. Okay. I wish that we chose a different vessel to put these on. I know, me too. Like a spoon? <laughs> All right, here we go. Ready? Three, two, one. What did you write? Because you're the one guessing. <laughs> We're unorganized. unorganized. Wait, wait, wait. You got to say into the microphone. Unorganized slash tangled cords. <laughs> okay, that's pretty good. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Riley wrote, he hates I tangled put cords. Drink stuff left on calendar. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask a question about that oh, for the viewers out there because they must know. They're. Is they a dilemma. We haven't gone there yet. You with, know what? The ice, one day for, they'll tell the, the ice cube and the drink. Your dilemma was remember that the question? Yes. nope we no, got one, we one, one more, more. that gotta, is so funny i was right trying to, to come up with a question to ask about that but i didn't know if you wanted to let the world know yet about maybe the oh. only maybe fight that this couple has <laughs> ever had, had in almost five is years. the stupidest That's shit right. i've ever heard oh fuck okay let's go okay. to the next one go ahead all right last question here we go you need this to tie otherwise i win oh yeah all right all right no pressure other points yeah, no pressure. what is riley's least favorite food Got it. Clearly not spicy snacks. <laughs> Clearly. My least favorite food. I mean, I'm going to put... Or I guess like thing. It's pretty general, but all right. Three. Really? 
Wait. Oh. No, he's given hints. You've committed. Okay. He's always given hints. One. Go. Sour cream. Oh, that's See, funny. he knows <laughs> that. Okay. What is it? What is it? What did she you write? Seafood? Did you write seafood? I put, yes. I put that's seafood. That's our shared hatred. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But, but he really hates yes, sour, sour cream. cream. <laughs> I don't understand what the whole deal is with that. My thing. mom <laughs> My mom had an answer. What were you going to say? What would you say? Tomatoes. tomatoes. See, oh. I would have said tomatoes. It's almost too obvious, That's a though. shared one, too. Yeah. See? Yeah. So but what's your hatred in now in order? Rank the seafood tomatoes in sour cream. Sour cream, tomato, seafood. Oh, okay. Yep. Yep. Sometimes I just don't remember myself, you know. <laughs> I know. That's I get sometimes I just really lose I who I am. I feel, like, I feel like I should be getting some kind of points though, because the last two he's been like, "Oh yeah," about <laughs> yeah. his own self. So you, get, you get two say. half points, and now so you have one. two full points. So we're tied. What's the bonus question? Does he have one? He does not. No. Wow. Mm, Prepared banter or what? Cut that off now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. Good. Well, um, there it is for the bit of banter. All right. Joey, thank yeah. you for joining. <laughs> Thanks, Josephine. Yeah, appreciate like, uh, <laughs> um, That was amazing. Yeah, so great. Took place. Yep. And that so, amazing. If you guys enjoyed it, hope you enjoyed it. And now we're gonna get right into the case of yeah. Skylar Neeson. So Neeson. Here Neeson. we go. Skylar Neeson. Skylar Neeson. Here, here we go. go. Here we go. We're gonna <laughs> The story of Skylar Neese begins the night of July 5th, 2012. But before we get into that night, I want to give a small bit of backstory to Skylar and her family. Skylar was born February 10th, 1996, to her parents David and Mary Neese. Skylar was David and Mary's only child, and as many children are in the world, she was their everything. As a little girl, Skylar had big almost Disney-like eyes, and as a family friend describes, they just made you want to pick her up and squeeze her. As time passes by, year by year, Skylar continues to grow into her own unique self. In school, she shined bright throughout, being a straight-A student with the hopes of becoming a criminal lawyer. In high school, she was described as being all about her friends, despite the fact that she excelled in class and at the same time had a job working at Wendy's, she always made sure to find time for her friends, specifically her two best friends, Sheila Eddy and Rachel Schof. The three of them were a trio to be reckoned with, referring to themselves as the Three Musketeers, and as another classmate of theirs described, they were seemingly together every second of every day. As with every group of high school friends, they were bound to get in to a little bit of trouble, but as David and Mary explained, they just chalked it up to teenagers being teenagers. This quote-unquote trouble includes an incident of the three of them sneaking out to eventually get caught for being out past curfew for minors, that is. But the three of them, Skylar, Sheila, and Rachel, would seemingly remain together through thick and thin, always by each other's side. Any questions so far? No, not so no, far. I think. I'm just waiting for the bad stuff to happen. I know, I'm, I'm a little nervous. Mm, yeah. Okay. This brings us to the evening of July 5th, 2012. 16-year-old Skylar Niece gets home from her shift working at Wendy's. She walks through the door of the Niece household, goes into her parents' bedroom, gives her mom a hug and a kiss, and says, I love you. And then she goes into her bedroom for the remainder of the night. And unbeknownst to David and Mary, that quick little I love you would be the last words they'd ever hear from her. The next day, Skylar's dad walks into her room and notices that she isn't home. He tries calling Skylar's phone, but no answer. This worried him a bit as he and Skylar had plans to get lunch that day. So he then calls around to Skylar's mom and then her friends none of them having seen or heard from her that day. And that's when David decides to walk outside, and what he finds outside is even more cause for concern. Because what he saw when he walked around the corner to the side of their apartment complex 
was any guesses her car her, i was gonna say her car her Wait, we clothes car. her bag okay. what it was a bench pulled up just below skylar's oh, bedroom window shit. oh and the screen of her window was completely removed Skylar's dad is now on the verge of full panic mode. What happened to her? Why is there a bench right below the window? Was she abducted? Did she sneak out again? What the hell is going on? So David, he calls Skylar's mom, Mary, and tells her what he found. And Mary takes in the information, calms David down a little bit, and says, Listen, Skylar's supposed to start work at 4 o'clock today. At Wendy's. So we'll let 4 o'clock roll around. Give her a few minutes to clock in and get settled. And then we'll call her work and make sure that she made it there on time. Seems reasonable enough. And so 4 o'clock comes. And before Mary can even pick up her phone to start dialing, it rings. Mary answers. And on the other end of the line is... Police. Wendy's. Wendy's. What? Wendy's. Ooh, two for three. Yeah. That. I already watched this earlier. Sorry, guys. Oh. Asking if Skylar is going to be coming to work today. So, obviously, I think as most parents would act, the alarm bells start ringing, especially with a child like Skylar. Yeah, she was known to get in a little bit of trouble here and there, but she was responsible as they come. And when it comes to work and school, she always did what was supposed to be done. She wouldn't miss a shift unless there was an emergency. But before Skylar's parents could even process what to do next, the phone then rings again, and this time, who is it on the other end? No guesses from Christian. <laughs> One of her friends, of the two girls that she's really good friends with. It's pretty good. It is. Oh, it's Skylar's best friend, yeah. Sheila. Oh, hell yeah. Wait, I, did I miss, did the people from Wendy's say anything other than she's just not here? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. I mean, I I've worked at like, McDonald's, and yeah. basically, if you don't, like, if you're not there on time, they basically just call me and, like, Also, are you... too, she's a child, so you yeah. call Yeah, she's parents. a minor, yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. Sheila confessed to Mary that she needed to tell her the truth. The night before... After Skylar had gotten home and told her parents that she loved them, Skylar didn't really head off to bed. Skylar waited until her parents fell asleep and had snuck out the window to meet up with both Sheila and Rachel. The three of them went to go for a late night joyride out to a spot in the forest where they had gone to smoke weed in the past. Sheila expa- explains that just before midnight, they made their way back to the street that Skylar's apartment was located on. Skylar insisted that they drop her off a little bit further down the road, though, in an effort to not get caught when she tried to sneak back in. And suddenly, the missing window screen and the bench placed just below her window made a lot more sense. Skylar was going to use the bench to get herself back into the room quietly without alerting her parents. The only question now is, did she ever make it back in? Mary's first instinct is that someone had abducted her daughter. That in those short few minutes between Skylar being dropped off and making it her, or I guess making her way back to her window, someone had seen her and taken her. David immediately calls the police to explain the situation and the cost for concern is now at an all-time high. You know, something that I think I forgot to ask is, um, what were her means of transportation of getting to work? How did she usually get to work? Do you remember? Because I watched this earlier. I can't remember what they I said. actually don't remember either. Yeah. It wasn't, I don't think she had her own car. Right. I think she either used a parent's car or I had a that, friend take her to I work. I think that, like, if she... Then had a car it would have been relevant to the story because the dad would have been like her car was here or it wasn't here yeah, yeah but also too if she used her parents car because she wouldn't be there or 16 it there. years old so, so maybe, maybe she walked maybe she, she took the bus public she, yeah. transportation yeah, yeah i feel like that would have been if there if was the a dad, friend the, if there was a friend that normally took you you would just call them and be like what did you take her to work today yeah you know but yeah, yeah so in the past um christian and i 
we've discussed the, I guess, change or difference in like criminal activity uh, nowadays as like technology has been developed. So you don't see a lot of like serial killer killers nowadays getting away with it. It seems like people are getting caught a lot easier now yeah, because so they don't have the chance to become a serial yes, killer. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of depends on who you are and I guess what your outlook is on the whole Big Brother yeah. situation. Right. But in my eyes, um, one of the beauties of modern technology is the both affordav- affordability and availability of security cameras. Right. And one of the biggest breaks in this case can be accredited to exactly that. It didn't take long for investigators to pull the security footage from the niece's apartment complex. Now, remember, Sheila, she let Mary know that they dropped Skylar off just before midnight the night before. And as the police go back and review the tape, what they see is about a half hour past midnight, so like 12.30 a.m.-ish, it's a car pulling up right in front of the niece household. And seconds later, Skylar is seen walking from her bedroom to the unknown car and getting into the back seat. So she went home and then left again? And then met up with somebody else. Oh. The question now, or I guess multiple questions, are now whose car is this and where do they end up going? Can we track it down? Unfortunately, the footage was like too grainy to make out, make, model, or license plate. But at least you kind of have an idea that or I guess a timetable is what you would call it. Yeah. So at least, I guess I'm saying at least, these are the questions in David and Mary's eyes, right? Because if I'm, if I'm the parents of Skylar, I'm wondering, we need to find out who this is, who she's with. In the eyes of investigators, what they see is a 16-year-old teenager voluntarily getting into a vehicle and leaving and what they believe could possibly be a simple case of a runaway teen. Still serious, and still something that they want to get to the bottom of, but that difference in outlook now prevents them from issuing an Amber Alert, which makes the chances of Skylar being, I guess, located, diminished even a little bit more. Yeah. So days started to pass without a sign of where Skylar could be. Flyers were posted all over town. News outlets covered the story in hopes that someone, anyone, would recognize her. Sheila, she spent time with Skylar's mom, Mary, sitting on Skylar's bed, crying, and not knowing what was to come, or if anything were to come at all. As reality of the situation starts to become clear, Mary starts to get a sad, sinking feeling. It wasn't like Skylar to just run off like this. She was too good of a kid. Just over a week later, a candlelight vigil was held for Skylar in the hopes of bringing more attention to the case and to try to finally get answers to what happened, what's going on. And I thought at first, like, it was, I thought it was, I I think it would be weird to hold a candlelight vigil that soon. I did think that. Yeah. I, I understand, like, the idea to, like, But I feel like oftentimes, like, that just seems like something you'd maybe hold. Like, how, how many days did you say it was? Not, about a week after. A week. It's not like it's, like, a month. Right. Yeah, yeah you, I feel you, like, you, I feel you, like you're still kind of hope equal, like, the someone's loss. past. Right. Yeah, but also, like, I don't know. Candlelight vigils to me in my mind don't mean somebody died. But it also doesn't mean somebody just, like, went to the store either. Like, it's like we know something's wrong and we're just hoping they come back. Okay. That's what I mean. So, to me, it makes sense. I don't think that's soon because it's a child. It's a child. Don't forget it's a fucking child. It's not an eight-year-old, but it's still a child who doesn't have a car and no one's heard from them. These When these girls are this age, they're friends of their life. Their friends have not heard from her as far as they know. And where else would they have gone? That is Their a really good point. I feel like cards it's, weren't touched, nothing. So it all leads. Friend, it all points to like not good. Yeah, her friend came to the parents and were yeah. like, yeah, something's this is wrong. What actually nothing happened. seems okay. Like about this. because I feel like if you were 
Yeah, this is like, yeah. it's sus for sure. Yeah. Yeah, so at this vigil, Rachel, Sheila, and the rest of Skylar's family and friends were all in attendance. Skylar's dad pulls the two girls close as the tears just can't seem to stop. And Mary, knowing that the police are still doing whatever they can to track Skylar down, turns towards David and tells him, whatever we need to do, we need to make sure we help these girls. Her friends, yeah. Yeah. After all, the three of them were practically sisters, and they were a trio, sadly now cut down to just two. As the investigators continue their due diligence, certain things became a little more clear, and more signs started popping up. So you briefly just mentioned it. The first thing that they realized is that Skylar was no longer using her cell phone or an ATM card, which typically is not a great sign. Unless, like, you see an ATM transaction of cash being pulled out, you know, in a a bundle, usually they're going to be using their ATM card, some sort of way to pay for things. So, not a good look. And also, I feel like teenagers aren't necessarily thinking and or aware of like the signals their cell phone put off true so like it's not like she's like trying to sneakily use her phone it's just not being used exactly it's not pinging anything so it seems less and less likely that this is a, a case of a runaway second is that the same night that skylar had gone missing There were two bank robberies that occurred in the nearby town of Blacksville. And the investigator for those two robberies was then pulled into the Skylar Niece case, trying to figure out if the two situations were at all linked together. And I will say the first time I looked into this, I was like, these bank robberies don't make a lot of sense to me. Yeah, that seems random. But it kind of, it, it pulls itself together as time starts passing. So, time continues to pass, and with no additional leads as to where Skylar might be. So, as the school year, I guess the new school year, nears, closer to its beginning, more and more rumors begin to pop up. Most notably, a rumor that Skylar was at a party near Blacksville the night that she went missing, and that something had gone wrong with some teenager that mistakenly overdosed. And that the people who ended up disposing of that body were the same two people who ended up robbing the banks that night. So this is where Before things... Before or after? That is the question. Mm. So to me, it kind of seems a little far-fetched. But obviously they're going to do whatever. I mean, investigators it, are going to take any information they can. Was it just more like what were the other things happening that night? And that was just, right. was it just Pretty not much. like a super. Like to see if they're connected kind of thing. It's not like it's like a super. I'm assuming it's probably not a very dangerous yeah, area. They're, not just that like, they're like, what are the chances there's two robberies and a girl went missing and we haven't something. had anything yeah. happen in four weeks kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah, they're just kind of taken. I mean, I would almost say gladly or gleefully not gleefully but it's good to hear that they're taking any information serious yeah like too many times police just brush it to the side be like no there's not, no way not related. related yeah i was gonna say i'm not sure what their like initial reaction was to that yeah. hearing all of these and things. you said that the police on the on her case were like pulled in the guy from the bank robbery thing exactly i can't yeah. imagine how it would be connected yeah no it would be um like I said, a little far-fetched, but at least it's nice to hear that they're taking any yeah, information yeah, they yeah. can. Here comes September, only a couple months after Skylar's disappearance, and the new school year is upon us. And I wanted to ask you guys, put yourself in the shoes of Skylar's friends and classmates. How do you think you would be if you're in their situation? Returning to school, your friend is still missing, and no one has really any idea as to where she might be or where she is. I think it would be one of those things where, like, I think it'd be probably really hard to grasp a really serious situation as, like, a teenager where everyone would, I think it would have, like, the same vibe of, like, some really serious drama at school where, like, everyone's kind of, like, weird, but, like, no one's really talking about it, but they're talking in, like, whispers. But I don't think people, like, I don't think that you could grasp that because there was, like, a couple fucked up things that happened in high school to us and i remember like 
like pretty severe things that I remember like going to school was just fucking weird. Like nobody mm-hmm. could focus. And even the teachers were like, we're, we got to talk about this. Back to normal, but like, yeah, like we're going to address it. And like, it was just like, really like, we're going to have all our feelings about it, but we're not going to do anything kind of thing. That's what I think would happen. How would you, how would you act, guy? I think what would happen is someone <laughs> would start some sort of rumor and no one would want to actually think about how bad it could be and everyone would just run with that that yeah. first word of mouth yeah. and yeah. just kind of call Which it good. Is, I think like you guys kind of said the same thing where you're going to start whispering talking about what might have happened and that's really that's what happened in this situation i think expectedly is that rumors started to swirl we already we already talked about her being a possible overdose victim yeah and then it's like you know things go on from there and it's like all these rumors get thrown out there and of course police are stuck having to figure out which ones are just rumors which ones should we follow so they start to swirl and police are now in the offices of University High School, the high school that they went to. And one by one, they are bringing in any and every student they believe might have information on her whereabouts. And as nerve-wracking as it might be to be a teenager being questioned in the disappearance of a fellow teenager, a few of the students were fairly glad that the police were still there. And why, you might ask? Well, that's because... Some of the students who were well aware of the Three Musketeers, they felt like Rachel and Sheila were a little too back to normal in their everyday lives. And we probably won't post the videos, but you can find it pretty easily by Googling these videos, I guess, or searching them on YouTube. Um, But there's videos of Rachel and Sheila seemingly living their life as if Skylar never went missing. Rachel had been cast as the lead role in a school play while Sheila was back to making her same stupid jokes that always kept her friends laughing. And I believe this is where, like, the person, it depends on the person, I feel like. Like, the amount of time and the uh, the way you act varies from person to person when you're trying to get over or deal with something. Yeah. So I wouldn't be... Um, like remiss or I wouldn't feel I don't feel too weird that they're getting back to normal life but I also feel like people grieve in different ways but usually it's something that is abnormal to them whether they're like being like her making dumb jokes whether she's like doing it inappropriately or when it's not accurate and she's being normal to her but there's something that's like or they like freak out or they're really sensitive there's always like something Versus, like, being entirely, like, you Maybe don't care. Sometimes people happened. will start, like, a habit. They'll start drinking out of nowhere. Like, yeah. Like, like, I feel like that. something's always noticeable. Yeah. That if something's actually entirely normal, yeah. that is weird. Or, like, if they if they do smoke weed. Or, like, not turning in their homework. Yeah. yeah. Like, things like that. Like, if you were, like, being entirely normal, but you're, like, not doing your homework. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I feel like, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. So, the police, they felt the same way about Rachel and Sheila. They believe that the girls knew more about Skylar's whereabouts than they've been willing to share, and they wanted to get to the bottom of it. As months went on and the holidays neared, Rachel and Sheila were questioned by the police a number of times, including not just being pulled out of class randomly to be questioned, but also being pulled out of the stands during football games. They were being talked to by the police so often that David and Mary, Skylar's parents, both told the police that they need to kind of chill with the interrogations. That it was way too much for these poor girls whose friend is still missing. But police didn't pull back. In fact, they kept searching until two things came to their attention. First is some video evidence from a nearby gas station that showed the girls in their car heading east towards Blacksville the same night that Skyler disappeared opposite the direction that they claimed they went. And second was a ping from Rachel's cell phone that same night near that same location, pinging off of a cell phone tower in Blacksville as well. So things are starting to kind of come together a little bit. 
After those two, two pieces of evidence, both police and Skyler's parents knew that Sheila and Rachel were withholding some sort of information. What is that information, though? And it was near the end of November when finally there was a small little breakthrough. During a questioning, Rachel admits that we lied. We did go to Blacksville with Skylar, but that's because that's where Skylar wanted to go. And that's where they dropped her off. Blacksville, which is the same town that those bank robber rumors came from. A day later, Sheila admitted to the same thing. But it's what happened just a month after that, where everything was finally answered. Just days after Christmas, Rachel's mom calls the police. Rachel was seemingly having a breakdown, screaming in the background while her mom is telling the operator, I've got a 16-year-old daughter that we can't get under control. And so I've actually got a clip of this that I'm going to play real quick. And hopefully it sounds okay. That sounds almost fake. It sounds, sounds scripted. If it wasn't for me already listening to this earlier, I would have said the same thing. But she sounds, and I said the same thing earlier. I was like, she sound. It sounds like a poltergeist or something. Yeah, like yeah. that's demonic. like that's like yeah. not just like screaming at your mom. No. Like that's like. You've like lost your mind. Demon is you're in going, your body. Yeah. yeah. You're losing something. So it was just a few days after this wild outburst that investigators, the same investigator that was uh, investigating the robberies in Blacksville, he was called to a meeting with Rachel and her attorney. And what Rachel says in this meeting changes everything. Per the investigator, they were in the room with Rachel, asking her the question that they thought she'd be willing to answer. And then there's a hesitation from Rachel. She gets flush in the face, looks them in the eyes, and simply states, We stabbed her. Rachel and Sheila had been planning for months to murder Skylar. They kept their relationship close with her, making things seem as if all was normal, if not better than ever, until that fateful night of July 5th. Skylar had snuck out to meet Sheila and Rachel for what she thought was going to be a fun night of joyriding. When they came to a spot in the woods that they stopped to smoke before, they got out of the car and started walking. Realizing that nobody had a lighter, Skylar turned around to go back to the car and get one. Once she turned around, Rachel and Sheila looked at each other, counted to three, one, two, three, and began stabbing her. The stabbing didn't stop. Skylar fought for survival, and she fought away the knife from Rachel, but she couldn't fight the knife away from Sheila. And the stabbing continued. And in the words of Rachel, the stabbing continued until there was silence. Until Skylar's neck stopped making gurgling sounds. Now the interesting part of this case is that this confession from Rachel took place at the very beginning of the new year. But it wasn't until April that the two girls were apprehended by the police. And in those months between Rachel's confession and the girls' arrests, police first needed to attain, one, a search warrant for Sheila's vehicle. And once they had that, they had to run a DNA test that was submitted from the trunk of her car. And when that came back as positive for Skylar's DNA, the arrests were then made. But maybe the most disturbing part of this case is that even after police had searched Sheila's car with the warrant obviously Sheila was still tweeting things out to like no rest for the wicked and maybe most hauntingly one single tweet that said we really did go on three 
due to Rachel's willingness to help the police in obtaining the search warrant for Sheila and her willingness to, I guess, assist the police. And so there was a moment during the investigation where they tried to get Rachel to set Sheila up and I guess admit to the murder. Yeah. Like talk about it. Undercover. It didn't work. But Rachel still worked with the police and eventually Rachel was, I guess because of this willingness to help, convicted for only second degree murder after she (laughs) pled guilty. (laughs) This second degree murder conviction uh, left her with the sentence of 30 years in prison eligible for parole after 10 years now sheila eddie though she originally pleaded not guilty but facing the idea of possibly more charges being brought upon her randomly decided to change her plea to guilty and she was in charge with first degree murder and sentenced to life in prison with mercy quote unquote which i guess in west virginia means She's eligible for parole after 15 years. And I don't know if that has to do with her being a minor, minor, but they did charge her as an adult, so it's a West Virginia thing. But yeah, that's the case of Skylar Niece. Now, the one thing that good that did come from this situation is that there's now a thing called Skylar Law in West Virginia, which means that any situation that a minor goes missing an amber alert can be issued no matter whether there's reasonable doubt that maybe it's a teenager running away it doesn't matter they can send someone out there send out an amber alert and hopefully find the teenager i saw somewhere that her last words were why yes her friends like like her friends just all of a sudden are killing you yeah and so the weirdest, first off, any are there any questions, comments, concerns? Yeah, guys. Did they ever figure out what the, like... Motive? No. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm assuming you'll say that, but, like, the, the bank robberies. Oh. Was that just, like, something that got caught in the storyline yeah, exactly. that, like, took it off the rails? Yeah, important. Yeah. Yep, that's exactly what it was, was. I mean, I guess if, like, two crimes happen... In the yeah. same in small city, the same night, too. in the same night, they're like, you have to. Look oh, was it, it after? Like, or was she involved? Or like, because it could have been something as simple as, um, uh, maybe she was walking to her car after her shift, and two people stole her car and then used it to rob a bank, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Or I feel like oftentimes, like, not even just like in crime stories, but in general, you'll hear about something with teenagers that was so out of pocket like that you did not expect like you'll be like oh when i was a teenager i did this and my parents had no fucking idea or like or like they think that you were like you were doing something you weren't or like or even just like that like they thought she like this started out with her being like that they assumed she was running away and then then like and like that was the the narrative and then it was like no she straight up just got murdered by her friends yeah one of the weird i guess questions is why her last words mm-hmm. um this those last words are what rachel and sheila said is that the last thing she asked was just why and then of course they continue yeah, because stabbing fucking her. why yeah and there's not really a real answer so they've their answer was because we didn't like her anymore <laughs> which seems a little absurd I've heard other motives in this one, and it's not, like, super substantiated, where Rachel and, sorry, other girl's name. Sheila. Sheila. Thank you. Rachel and Sheila um, were secretly lesbians. So this is where I was going to get, was, I don't want to say it was a few months before they killed her, but sometime prior to this incident, um, during a sleepover, Sheila and Rachel... I don't know if they filmed like a sex tape together, but uh, Skylar watched them like hooking up. Yeah, probably oh. something of sex. But and some story said there was a sex tape somewhere. Yeah, said that. And whatever it was, it started to cause like a divide or a riff within the friend group. 
because mm. slowly Skylar started getting pushed out as if maybe she didn't belong. A lot of there's stories out there where uh, Rachel and Sheila would like coordinate outfits and then Skylar would show up and not. That's such a teenage girl thing. Right. But my. No, I know, it is. My question is, is like, it still doesn't answer the question why. Right. Yes. No, exactly. Like, which is yeah, just where... like, I get that you have feelings. Yeah. But, like, what was, like, murder is the solution? But that's exactly it. There's been a few cases of these where there's children that are killing children. And I told him earlier, I said, oh, I'm going to do the Skylar Niece case. I thought he was talking about sl- the Slenderman case, mm-hmm. yeah. which is another one Very where similar. a group of three girls, two of them turned against the other one and planned Lured a murder. And the they woods, were, like, yeah. way younger than this. And their, their thing isn't they see so much crime and they see so much shit on TV that they – because they're so young, which is why young people aren't allowed to vote, own guns, drink, drive, you know. There's yeah. all these things you're not allowed to do because you can't rationalize anything. Granted, even 18 still super young for a lot of stuff. But these kids are like 15, 16, whatever. Right. And they think, oh, I don't like somebody. I'm going to kill them. <laughs> That's like yeah. not I, a thing. But they don't understand murders mur- until they're like, oh, shit, I'm at the police station. I took a life. I can't reverse it in th- my life. Yeah. If I yeah. if I may say though, like reflecting on my teenage years, like I think that there's something else. Like yeah. well, in, in it, the way that like that is so fucking extreme. Right. I understand stealing or things yeah. like doing things that you're like, I yeah. didn't realize this was a real repercussion. Yeah. But even like saying what you're saying, yes. But like I feel like murder is just like way not the same yeah it really brings it back to the uh, nature versus nurture conversation where are you born just not realizing that there's repercussions or consequences for your actions but But then do you learn go ahead i'm sorry i was just gonna say are you do you learn that if if these these girls because skylar was the one that's this straight a student these other girls they were kind of they weren't like necessarily bad influences yeah i think they were normal teenagers but they were also only children and who knows maybe they did get away with a lot of things that they didn't realize or they didn't think there could anything yeah. anything they, maybe they thought they just, could get away with it, i also you know? just feel like that is not a good enough answer for me yeah. oh, do I, you know what yeah. i mean like no. i'm like what is it like someone at some point like in these things that you watch was there something where like I mean, I get these girls kind of weren't giving an answer. Like, that's the whole thing is you don't really know the motive. Even separate from the motive, like, if you ask their parents, like, was there ever a moment that you knew that, like, something was a little off with your kid? Most, like, murderers' parents, like, interviews, they were, like, yeah. animals. Like, yeah. Or something something weird where, like, something, like, kids aren't that fucking sly. Like, obviously, they got caught doing this, even though it was planned. It's like, what, at what point did you hear they're talking shit about her? Like, was there something, like, where you felt like maybe Rachel and Sheila's relationship was, like, inappropriate? Or not inappropriate that being gay is inappropriate, but that, like, you noticed something wasn't just friends and this isn't normal teenage girls hanging out. Like, did you notice something that felt off? I feel like for as many parents that say that they notice something, there's twice as many that say, like, no, they were fine. I never noticed anything. Here's the interesting about this interesting thing to tie that into this case is that Skylar's parents attempted, and I don't know if they actually... They did. They won the case. They sued the parents and the children. Go off. Rachel and Sheila. So they sued Rachel and Sheila for the damages, but also the parents of them, saying that the parents uh, should have known or are responsible for not paying attention to their kids. They're responsible for their minor children. Yes. Which, and they won it. It's like a $5 million settlement that they might not ever really see I'm not yeah. sure how but feel about that. but that's, that's the thing is i don't know how i feel about it either yeah. because they also weren't involved in their own child's life enough to know that she was sneaking out at night but this happens all the time i mean take the fact that somebody's yeah, life I think got that taken away i think there's people that their kids do drugs and they, they never know about it for years there's people yeah you know they commit crimes and they didn't know about it oh yeah did you know i stole something i do or, I do get the idea of you like and I, Joey, someone were being unsupervised all the time, and we never once were plotting a murder. Yeah, but that's, and that's what I'm saying is I just don't. I think there's just something not, different about people who commit murders. And yeah. even if it was like Sheila was like, I understand the whole like pack mentality, and that like when you're like super like if someone's convincing you, you need to do something, and that peer pressure is a real thing. Because sometimes I'll talk to my friends about like unrelated topics, but like 
things about being like, oh yeah, when you're a teenager and you felt this way. And they're like, that's no excuse for like stupid shit. Like being mean to your friend or like dumb, dumb shit. Like, yeah, or like liking a boy to, and let yeah. him be mean to me when I was 14. Like, it's like, that's just how it is. Yeah. You just think you're like, yeah, you're, that's why you're, you you're still adolescent. Like you yeah. Saying. When you experience more things, other shit starts to feel not as important. Like when you yeah. look back on how you felt about your first breakup and you're like, it was, I thought my life was over and it's like, you don't really care now. Like, it's like you grow and things are more important, but it's kind of like, so I understand like if one of them was like the ringleader of this and then like the other one kind of just like Which got themselves like, in. what's her face would, was. Yeah. Rachel, Rachel was like, no, being, so she, yeah, yeah, so Sheila was the ringleader and yes. Rachel was being like exactly peer and pressured into this. But it's also like there is no fucking way that you can <laughs> tell me that if somebody interviewed Sheila, that like like a professional like wouldn't be like, yep, like we gotta she's, watch, keep an eye on her. Like there's there's something like not like necessarily expected, but there's just no fucking way that like there wasn't some sort of sign that whether she was upset with her friend and her parents never noticed. And I understand you being like they're removed or like I, I could see how that happened yeah. but it's just like hindsight yeah like now looking back now that this has happened you're telling me there was nothing yeah. no you signs. ever saw it was your child like overly aggressive and usually like when people are committing murders it's usually like kylan said it's usually something like yeah they like tried to kill animals when they were younger and maybe like they were just like a little off and like or like yeah, no, and that mean? is like, probably the most frustrating name. thing about this case is that there's no real answer. Yeah, there's no, like there's her. no answer that. Yeah, I mean, even if she just said I'm a sociopath, or it something. may just really be as simple as like we just didn't like her anymore. Yeah, yeah. And Did they stay in contact? She, uh, Sheila and Rachel. So they're actually in the same uh, like corrections facility right now together. Oh mm-hmm. shit! But like, yeah. d- was there anything about like when this went to trial? Was there any information about like? them still i mean i'm assuming they couldn't really be in contact because there was a trial but like were they like trying to stay in the being homies looking. yeah yeah like, uh, they well, were, like they were like this was a good i or were they like oh shit we got caught and now we're responsible i wouldn't say that i would say that there was they ended up not going to school after like it really started popping off and they really started getting looked at yeah yeah and um rachel obviously was still like stressing out about this shit while Sheila, she was posting things. Do the, you... What you'll see on a lot of other, um, I guess, people that cover this is that there's a lot of, a lot of tweets, a lot of Facebook posts that are involved with this because, because of the optic of, well, why would you act like that or say these things if your friend just went missing and yeah. they found her body and now she's dead. So when they found officially found her body, the police didn't tell her that Rachel led them to the body. So Sheila didn't know that Rachel had confessed. Yeah. Did they, do you think that like, I mean, I guess that like we did, we didn't get a straight answer, but was there any information on like, if later they were like, yeah, we regret that. Like that was stupid. Rachel does. Rachel's yeah. like, yeah, I don't know. Why there, I did that. Yeah. Rachel's like, uh, she showed regret from like the very beginning of the trial all the way to the end. Yeah. Obviously the parents were like, fuck you. We don't care. Um, Sheila, yeah, on the other hand, I think just kind of played off, kept face. Yeah, but Jeez. yeah. Wow. Thanks for that. There it is. There it is. The first case with the live audience. I know. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks for joining us. Never happening again. <laughs> Joey's been whining. If you want forever. more Joey toast on your <laughs> on your videos, comment out, on girl. Instagram. This is your time. <laughs> True Crime Banter yeah. on Instagram and YouTube and yeah. Apple Podcasts and yeah. Spotify and, and um, everywhere you listen also, to your podcast. W- what if they want a fine dining experience? Where can they find it? If you? you want a fine dining experience, <laughs> if you're um, in the Seattle area, the come to Seattle. Marmite in Capitol Hill. Yeah. Don't like harass me though. If this goes no. off and I get like stalked, I'm gonna be pissed. No, that's all right, girl. But yeah. <laughs> Marmite? Marmite? Marmite. It's a Capitol Hill, Seattle. Like Marmite. M-A-R-M-I-T-E. Marmite. Okay. Yeah. And right. then Kylan, Marmite. what about you? Well, long story short, <laughs> don't let a group of three girls be friends. Yeah. It always okay. goes wrong. And anything no else more besides than those two. wise words? Anything else besides that? If you want to see more of this beautiful face, <laughs> Kai.Layton on Instagram. Thank you. And? Oh, there you go. No? You don't want anybody to visit you at work? You're fine? No. Okay. Hell no. But uh, <laughs> no. shout out to my amazing hosts. It's been great. <laughs> And Tito, and this has been another. But again, episode. comment on Instagram if you want me to come back. Yeah, of the True Crime yeah. Banter podcast. True Crime Banter. Hey, Thank you for watching. Hey. See you next time. See you. <laughs> well. <laughs>